Hello, hello, hello to our lovely listeners. We missed you. Welcome back to episode 16. I am Mrs. Salsgiver. And I'm Miss T. And we are putting, putting the, the tea, tea in teaching. teaching. We're so excited to be back. We have the giggles right now. <laughs> but anyway, we're so excited to be back. We had such a like long, nice um, sabbatical over spring break. It was refreshing it was it was it was nice to have a little break and come back into the classroom feeling refreshed ready to go um sophie and i were just reflecting on how many weeks we have left of school oh my gosh it is no. insane it's gone by so fast so we're down quickly. to eight for you eight and for me eight and a half for me yep and wow and it'll where be, did the time go yeah it'll be here before we know it and i don't feel like I don't feel tired. I don't feel exhausted. I feel sad. I feel sad that the year is coming to an end. I'm not ready to let go of my little second graders. This is the best first class I could have ever asked for. Uh, and um, yeah, it makes me really sad. I'm sad too. I think it'll be weird. I'm excited like for, you know, like the possibility of next year. I like already starting to get that excited feeling just the excited of like the unknown yeah but I also am gonna miss my kids so much I had a really good group of kids this year and I feel like we grew so much together yes. like they challenged me yeah you know I challenged them and I, we've figured it out and we've made it and I just am so appreciative like of that yeah and that we always like I told them we did this little cute activity for SEL our first week back from spring break and it was a chain and they, we did like a link of like, we linked all their little pieces of paper together and on the papers they wrote something they're excited for the, for the rest of the year and then how they feel about going to third grade. Oh, I love that. And it was cute. And they were like, is it a countdown? And I was like, oh, I should have calculated the numbers to make it a countdown, but it's not. I just hung it up as decoration. But we talked about, you know, like no matter how we may, a lot of us are probably feeling the same. So we're linked in that way, but we also are linked because no matter how we're feeling, or whatever about third grade like we always had this time together we'll always Aww. be linked by second grade I was like you guys may be in different classes you know you may not be in the same room as all these people as you are right now and you ha may have a new teacher but we always you know you can always look back and we always had this year together oh so you gosh, always I have love that. I'm gonna cry thinking about it. I, <laughs> I know was that like, is so special. you always have 21 you know friends these were your friends of second grade and it was so cute they all started clapping after I finished oh, saying that and I was like what? now thinking about it back I'm like about to cry because it was really sweet but I love that you had that it was moment fun. with them and I like hung it up so it's like a reminder that, you know, we're linked together. It. Is it around your desk? <laughs> yeah. I it saw is. it in your B reel. Yes, yes, it is on my desk. I, I love that. There. That is really special. What a beautiful moment you had with them. Yeah. Aww. Highly recommend. It was cute. Love it. And it's it's harder for me to like I don't really have to say goodbye to them because they're gonna move up all together into third grade and our oh, school is yes. so small that I'll see them all the time. Yeah. And they all, that's nice too, because they all get to be together still. Yeah. So you really get to like be involved and know your classmates. And totally. You're forced to like, you know, work together, grow together. Yeah. All the way Do everything through. together. Yes. I know. Exactly. That's cool though. I like that. Yeah. So speaking of end of the year, yes. um, that means it is time to resign contracts and maybe get hired for the first time at a school. 
Yes. So our episode today is going to be advice for new hires. Exciting times. It's definitely exciting and nerve-wracking. I can't believe it was already a year ago. It feels Oof. like it just happened, but it also feels like a million years ago. I know. It's very weird. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. So we just wanted today to give some advice for people who are <laughs> newly coming in to their profession. Hopefully you've made it through school and you are still deciding that um, through school and student teaching and you're still deciding that this is for you and you're not going to give up on it yet. <laughs> Never going to give you yeah. up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you got to at least try it. One year, you know, it's not going to kill you. Yeah. I mean, maybe, but. <laughs> Jesus, I was like a frog in my throat. Oh, no. <laughs> so the first thing we want to talk about was kind of like what you should do when you very first are starting out. And it can be really overwhelming. Right now we're in a teacher shortage, so there's like a million positions open. So you're kind of like spoiled for choice. So totally. definitely use that to your advantage. A lot of options. Yes. So with that, with all your options, it's so important to do your research. Know about the schools that you're going to interview at. Like, look at their websites. Look up, like, the demographics of the school, yep. basic information. Like, a lot of times online, you can find out, you know, is it a Title I? How many of the percentage of students um, are on free and reduced lunch? How many students are um, passing standardized testing? Things like that. Like, mm -hmm. basic information. And you know, most of the time you're only going to find the basic information yes. when you're doing your research. So, you know, as long as you are okay with the basic information that you find, you know, and you go in for your in interview, that's when you ask the tougher questions. Yes. Um, but and if I there's think, no information, yeah, that should tell you something. Yeah. And a lot of schools, you know, now there are schools, I mean, that have TikTok pages. Like totally. look at the school's website, look at their social medias. Most schools have Facebooks. And so a lot of times you can find like, pictures or their mission statements yes um i especially if you're going to consider interviewing at a school i would absolutely like know what their mission statement is and like decide you know does that align with what you're looking at yep. in education like you want to work advice. somewhere where you feel like your values align yeah so if you read their your their mission statement and you're like mm, then it's probably not a good choice yeah. for you don't compromise your happiness because there's like we are saying there's so many choices. So if you don't agree with it, then you don't belong there. Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, do your research for sure. Um, during student teaching, you are usually placed in a school that you that's not your choice. So our second um, piece of advice that goes along with doing your research, um, talk to other professionals or, you know, that that you have been working with during your student teaching Talk to them about, um, you know, maybe they'll write you some letters of recommendations yes. or what, what else should they talk to them for? Well, just asking like your lead teacher or the principal or others, people that you've worked closely with during your student teaching, ask them for recommendations where they've worked before. If they know other admin in the area that they recommend, other schools that you know, they've heard our good schools. Like, I mean, teaching is such a small world. We're all connected. Yes, it truly. So like that word of mouth is huge. Mm -hmm. um, ask, ask people, ask people for recommendations, ask people where they would not recommend. Yeah. Like just that advice was so helpful to me because I knew I wasn't going to stay at my student teaching school. I loved it so much. I would have given anything to stay. But they had no – it was super small, so they had no positions for me. 
So that was so helpful to me um, to go through with the other members of my team and then also with our admin, um, just narrowing down, you know, schools that had positions open that I was looking at and um, what schools they recommended, um, what they'd heard from friends who worked at other schools, where they liked and didn't like. All those things were so helpful to me in narrowing down and like making my choice and really focusing where I wanted to actually apply. That's great. Yeah, it was super helpful. And I did not get that experience because I, um, you know, the school that I student taught at, I was able to pick that school. And then um, because our school is so small, we only have one teacher per grade level. There was no position open for me. And so kind of like you, like I started to like, you know, extend the, the, um, put the feelers out yeah, there, put the feelers out. Like, <laughs> where should I, you know, what do you guys think? Where should I go? Any recommendations? And, um, it just happened the perfect way that the resource teacher left. My lead teacher, um, for my student teaching had a resource emphasis or endorsement and she was able to fill the resource position, which left the second grade position open and so I just slid right in and yeah. it like worked out so perfectly, you know. Um, and so but Sophia has great advice on you have to talk to other professionals because you're not in it alone. Yeah. Like they're there to help you. That's why they have that. That's why they're a student teaching school. Yeah. You know, so. And again, the teaching community is so small. So truly like, you know, good words or, or bad, a bad word goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Um. Anyway, so the last part, though, would be just to trust your gut. Um, this one was huge for me. The school that I am at now um, previously was kind of deemed like a not quote unquote good school. And so when I was applying there, I had so many like non recommendations, like people were like, oh, I would not do that. I would not go there. But I had had such a great interview with our admin and the team. And I, I went in and I met um, them in person. I got to walk through the building. So that's another recommendation. If you can, if you have to do a Zoom interview before you would have to make a decision, I would see if it's possible to go go to the school, you know, walk the campus, like physically see the kids, see the other teachers, meet the office staff. You have to do that. <clears throat> yes. You have to it's go so to important. the school. To feel the vibe. <laughs> yeah, and you can feel, like, you know when you walk in. Oh, yeah. Like, who is the first person to greet you? Yes. How are you greeted? Do you feel comfortable as soon as you walk in? Like, your gut feeling is huge, and that is, you know, the, the first step to your future at yes. that school. You know, how's the culture there? Um, you'll be overwhelmed with the feeling, yes. for sure. And I always say, I'm so glad I trusted my gut I so literally picked this school because I knew hardly anything about it other than, like we talked about, the basic information I could find online. And just I literally picked this school just based off the general vibe that I got from talking to our principal. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I just get this like good feeling about yeah. this place. And then when I walked through, I just felt really welcomed. It was just a really positive environment. And it aligned like a lot of his values aligned with at the time, you know, a lot of my values that I felt as a new teacher coming in. And so the, it's the vibe truly, like, mm -hmm. I don't know another word for it. I like know. you can feel it. So yes. you gotta, you gotta go with your gut, you yep. know, while it's important to get like recommendations and feedback from other professionals, you have to, you know, trust your own instinct mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. So that's equally as important. Yes. 
Um, another, um, let's go to questions to ask. In the interview? Yes. Yes. So before we get into that, actually, I just thought about this. So I, you want to put together like a little portfolio. So what I did um, was I printed out all my like weekly, weekly reflections that were due in college. Oh, yeah. And I printed them out and I put them in a really nice binder and I had all my letters of recommendation in there. I had um, the recommendation from... The, the lady that had to come and observe us our, from um, UNR. Our or, mentor. No, what was she called, though? Mm, I thought it was our mentor. She came like four times a... Site facilitator or something? I don't something know. Something like that. <laughs> so she she had to come observe you mm-hmm. four times, and she you know gave you feedback. And so I printed all those out. I put it in the binder. And then I had you know um, four, because I knew how many people were going to be on the interview committee, so I had my resume printed out, and I put that in a nice um, folder, and I had enough for everybody. Wow. So th- the <clears> first <throat> thing I did, I sat down, I introduced myself, even though any everybody already knew me. Yeah. I still wanted it to be like a special experience. Yes. And then I handed my resume to everybody. I put my portfolio in the middle, and I was like, okay, shit my pants, <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> That's great advice, printing out the resume and having a hard copy with you and also having extra copies. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times in teaching interviews, I mean, I think it's rare nowadays to just have like one-on-one with you and a, an admin. Most of the time it's a panel now yes. because they want to see how you're going to work Absolutely. with the team that you're coming into. So to have like extra copies or to even ask that ahead of time when you schedule how many people will be on the panel that is a really good advice to bring a resume and I I just thought about this when you were talking about the portfolio if you do a portfolio too another good thing is to kind of put like a short newsletter essay-ish I don't know what to call it about your teaching philosophy just like a one page who you are why you want to be a teacher what you're about that kind of thing. We had to write one for college, so yeah. it was helpful. We already had one yes. on hand. But that, I think, you know, that is really telling to um, an admin, like the kind of person that they're looking for. It just tells them right away mm-hmm. if you're a, that good fit for them or not. Yeah. But it's not just about um, you being a good fit for them. Is the school a good fit for you? Yes. And again, going back to, you know, right now, there's so many open positions no matter where you are in the country right now. I mean, really anywhere there's, we're in a mass teacher shortage. So you're also interviewing them. So you yes. c- should come loaded. We have some really good questions but here. Wait, to before you go on again, like back to the teaching philosophy, I w- sat in the car before my interview and I flipped through my portfolio mm-hmm. and you know, cause your nerves will get the best of you, but it's important to remember why you're there and what you're doing. And yeah. don't forget like, what you stand for Mm -hmm. you know and you just have to you have to know if it fits or if it doesn't Mm -hmm. like it's the perfect shoe like cinderella like yeah not gonna it has to it's gonna be the right the right fit you just have to be open and just yeah be you yeah boo (laughs) okay (laughs) questions to ask so we have a couple questions the first one is how do you handle conflict 
conflicts between teachers and parents. So this, this is, would be a question to ask the principal. Yes. This is probably not the first question I would ask. Yeah. This is just the first one we thought of. But this one I think is a little bit underrated because I think a lot of admin deal with um, parents and parent conflicts very, very differently. But I mean – if it were me, I wouldn't beat around the bush. I would ask this question straight up because I want to know if mm-hmm. I'm going to be supported if there's a situation. Yep. And you always think it's not going to happen to me. Well, let me tell you, it's going to happen to you. Yeah. I'm like 100% going to happen. <laughs> you take like, it from me. Like if you <laughs> think it's not going to happen, turn your mind around because yeah. it's going to happen. And it doesn't matter what school you work at, what demographic of people you work with and children, um, conflicts happen it's normal you want to know that hopefully you're working for somebody who's going to back you um and be fair in a situation mm-hmm. and that i mean as a first year this is huge i yeah. can't i don't know why we started with this question but <laughs> this well, is not it's an underrated question like i cannot stress enough the importance of i mean i think it really can make or break how you feel as a first year teacher it, either being supported or not supported um, when it comes to dealing with conflicts with parents. Absolutely, and it's a um, it's a question that impressed my principal. Um, after I asked that question, you know, and after my interview was over, she remembered I asked that question because it's not a question that you hear often. Yeah, you know, but it like Sophia was saying, like you need to know if you're going to be supported. Yeah, because- and I didn't ask this question, and luckily, when this situation happened to me. I was supported and I was backed. And so that's what makes me say, ask it, get it out of the way mm-hmm. so you know yep. and you can make a decision, you know, based off good information, hopefully. Yep, totally. They're being truthful. Yeah. The next question um, that you should be asking are, are there any additional responsibilities other than teaching um, that you should be aware of, such as like lunch duty um, you know, are you supposed to be involved with any extracurricular activities? Um, just so you're aware of kind of more than Extra just teaching. responsibilities, turning yeah. in weekly lesson plans, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. All right. Um, if they have the next question, if they have any like mentorship programs or extra supports that they provide for you as a new teacher, this one was huge. I know at Don't- your school, um, you have mentors, yes. but they don't have like a specific program, but they've been so helpful. Like oh, you yeah. had, yeah. Like I meet with my mentor still once a week, um, you know, and it can be simple things like in the beginning of the year, like learning how to run the copy machine. Yeah. You know, or, you know, like where do the teachers, do the teachers eat lunch together? Is there a teacher lounge? Like silly questions that, you know, may sound s- stupid, but you're just trying to get get in with the culture and get in with the, you know, with, with the thing, with the, I can't talk. (laughs) I cannot talk. Um, but you're, you know, um, having a mentor is super important. So though the mentorship program, it needs to be addressed. Yeah. And what, and you want to know too, like how you're going to be supported, like with all those things, like you just talked about, you know, all those things that seem silly that you don't think about those little questions you have, like how to use the copy machine, Mm -hmm. you know, who can you go to, um, if they have somebody, if they do assign you to a mentor, um, how that works at this, their school and, you know, who you can go to for help really. Um, the next question, and I think another really, really important one, what sets 
their school apart or why should you work there? And maybe not phrase it that way, but essentially, like, why What's should you want to come school? there? Yeah. yeah, compared to any other school that you're probably going to be interviewing at. And I, I asked this question, I, I think I said what sets your school apart or what was your favorite what's your favorite thing about your school? Mm -hmm. Um, And I got some really, I had a huge panel of people who did my interview and they each answered this question, which I loved because they all had really different answers. Um, So it just gave me a really like good insight into the school's culture and um, like why they all enjoyed working there and what, you know, why I should come there. So I thought that was really cool. And that was actually really helpful. Ooh, a lot of, um, them had to do kind of like with the culture that the staff has together yes and the culture and also the culture between like the school and the families like even though they are such a big school or we are such a big school we have so much kind of like family and community involvement and the parents um and families like i mean they come to these the events that we host and you know, we work, which is kind of rare for a big school mm-hmm. to have so much. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, to, for people to be so involved and connected. And, um, I mean, I've only been there a year, and I'm like, I feel connected to – there's kids in my class who, you know, I barely know. And, like, it just feels like a community. And that's, like, a lot of what they said. Yeah. Most of them commented on the community, whether that was between families and school or – each other as staff and I really I really that's definitely a positive that I have about this yeah because that's too. what you were looking for yes, as well so exactly that matched up with your goals oh we have one more one more question um oh what qualities are are they looking for in a new hire and um Sophie and I were thinking about words that we hear very often Yes, buzzwords. Yes, buzzwords. And I feel like that kind those words align with like kind of the qualities that they're looking for. Um, you know, effective. Are you an effective teacher? Are you, you know, an efficient teacher? Do you are you gonna provide high quality lessons? Um, so kind of honing in on on your own qualities and what makes you you, um, because they probably will be asking that. Yeah. And asking them, you know, what they're looking for, because that'll give you an insight again into the culture and kind of the expectations Mm -hmm. at the school um, and what is more, you know, what's important to them, what they prioritize, things like that. So buzzwords we had, you had some good ones. We had like data-driven instruction. Oh, my goodness. That'll probably be an interview question. So I would think about how you're going to use um, data or assessments to drive your instruction. So important. <laughs> and they say drive your instruction. <laughs> yes. Ato- we have autonomy, um, efficient enrichment. Mm-hmm. How are you going to, that was a question I got. How are you going to push your high kids? Yep. Enrich, enrich your high kids. How are you going to differentiate yes. your instruction? Yep. Not all learners are the same. So how are you going to make the low guys you know, how are you going to scaffold their learning? Scaffold. We didn't have that one, but there's another buzzword. Yeah. See, when you, you learn all the things that you've been teaching <laughs> for a year. Scaffolding. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, uh, sustainable mm-hmm. things. All these all these buzzwords. Really kind of learning school vocabulary. I mean, you've been in the school doing your student teaching for the last however months. But um, really learning. It sounds silly, but 
we both had flashcards where we like wrote buzzwords and we're looking at the definitions and like going through those things like the tiers of instruction yes. all those all those fun things yes. and really doing you know doing your research knowing your stuff and you know backing yourself mm-hmm. backing yourself yep yeah um that is kind of all we had for um questions to ask questions um to be aware of you really like I can't I can't stress enough like you will know you as soon as I walked into my school like I knew I wanted to stay there yeah like I still feel that to this day like we have an amazing culture within staff our students truly love each other it is a happy family I I love getting up for work every day that's why I've only missed one day of work like I truly feel like I belong there like it's my second family so you you will know so don't you know don't settle yeah definitely don't settle especially for especially right now Mm -hmm. I mean again we've said it 10 times you know where you're spoiled for choice we're in a shortage so yeah do your research ask questions lots of questions at your interview know your buzzwords yes (laughs) and ask us questions i'm like reach out to us on social media we would love to hear from you guys we love to help i'm sure there's like a million more things we could talk about with this and a million more questions and of course now you know a year out from our own interviews last year i cannot remember you know the important things but we love to like give advice and help wherever we can so yes i'm like you we have email instagram tiktok, TikTok. <laughs> yes all the things all the things so please reach out to us um we missed recording we, we missed each other i missed your cute little face coming even, over <laughs> even though we're out of practice i know, I we, know we're like giggling we're laughing we forgot silly, how to set up our recording silly goofy mood <laughs> yeah. all right thanks for tuning in to this week's episode we'll see you guys next week bye, bye.